Great evening, great evening, great evening, everybody. This is another edition of the Mansa Musa, where money and spirituality can coexist in harmony. <laughs> I am your host, Shaman, and I'm really thankful for you guys listening in today. Important topic, important topic. But um, yeah, money and spirituality, man. So I want to get into it. Let's get into it. Today, what's on my mind was talking about, there's a lot of things that's on my mind. I scroll a lot on Instagram. I follow a lot of these business pages, a lot of these um, financial pages, a lot of these entrepreneurial pages, and all around just positivity, right? And I follow a lot of these pages, and one of them went um, to the beat of, stop trying to look for a second job, and how about starting that new business already? Instead of wasting time looking for that second job, why don't you start that first business? And that's very deep. Because when it comes to our society, right? When it comes to money and why we work. Okay, so first of all, money is energy, right? How is it energy, Shaman? Check this out. When you go to work, you work for a certain amount of hours, right? And for those certain amount of hours that you decide to give up to whoever you are employed to, they give you a certain amount of cash. So for your hour, they probably pay you $13. Or for your hour, they probably pay you $30, $40, whatever it is. Or even $7 for your hour. Okay? And that energy gets stored into these dollars. And these dollars are like batteries now. Because it's energy. Because it'll get the next person to do something for you that you didn't want to do yourself. Like make a coffee. People like to go to Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's to get a coffee. So I use this money to get somebody moving to do things for me that I didn't want to do for myself or didn't have the time to do for myself or don't have the expertise to do for myself. Okay? Now, it's very interesting to start a new business instead of having a new job because like I was saying, when it comes to society and when it comes to the way that we work, right? We're just trading our time for money, right? We're not really contributing to society per se, we're contributing to the corporation that's really contributing to society, right? So basically this idea of McDonald's, this idea of Amazon, this idea of Starbucks, this idea of all these different niche or even, uh, yeah, let's go with the word niche. For all of these niche markets, right? There's this idea that comes up and says, let's see if this is valuable to other people. I believe in the vision of what I'm, my idea is and that it will be very beneficial to people as long as I keep going with it. You know, Jeff Bezos, he was just selling books at Amazon. You know, Ray Kroc, he wasn't even the owner of McDonald's, but he created the system, right? Um, Steve Jobs, he was even kicked out of his own company and had to start Apple, you know, before it was Macintosh, right? Now it's Apple, you get what I'm saying? So all of these different, or I believe it was the box or whatever business that he had before, he wasn't in it and he had to go into Apple. But um, what does this mean? That means there are less people that are contributing ideas into this life to try to make it better, you know? So the idea of this podcast, of course, as it's always been, is to not only help you be able to better manage your money, which is going to help you better manage, you know, your life because it's just the energy that you're putting into things that's causing you to feel this way about your job, which then again goes off and 
falls onto your family and all these different things and you know the places you could live and vacation right so instead of going ahead and just doing that we find a way to not only teach you about money and how to make it work for you but to also have you have a chance to express your ideas into society so for one not only do we want to contribute to society with our time but also with our ideas okay so let's just delve into that let's just go a little deeper into that right because it's very interesting you know we have so few great people and it's funny a lot of these great people they spend most of their time thinking and reading books okay a lot of these people spend most of their time thinking and reading books about 80 percent of their time right that's what they do they're not necessarily the ones on the work line they're not necessarily the ones behind the cashier desk they're not usually the ones that even fly the airplane they're the ones that just come up with the idea that the people who does the airplane the cashier's desk or on the work line use on a daily basis they give that value to people that they need on a daily basis right so with that being said, I mean, some of us feel some way in saying that, okay, I don't want to be a lazy person because some people might see that as being lazy and I understand that. I sympathize with that. I feel like you should always be active in your life, right? But let's take it to a degree where we don't only just work for money. You know, you can still be a, a crazy, amazing CEO at another man's business and still have your business on the side, which may be real estate, which may be whatever it may be. Okay. What um, Robert Kiyosaki said in his book, Rich Dad, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mind your own business. You know, I believe everyone has that phase where they want to go work for something. They want to volunteer for something, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, to contribute to society with their hands. But let's not only use our hands, let's use our minds as well and contribute ideas and different ways of doing things within society as well. 80% of the time that successful people use is based used specifically for thinking and reading. So I thought that was very interesting. So what's the what's the case with this? The case with this is to figure out our relationship to how we think about our own thoughts. To how we think about our own ideas. Well, that's too dumb. You know? Or 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 that's never going to work. How can I do that? Or maybe I can do it. Maybe I can really achieve that. But I'm I'm not sure if I'm, I'm capable, like if I can handle that success. I find that interesting. So that brings us to this type of... And I mean, in school, they don't really teach us how to have a self-esteem. They really just teach us, you know, history and, you know, science and one, two, three, right? They teach us logical thinking, but they don't teach us... The other side, which is creative thinking, how you see yourself, how to express yourself and to be true to yourself and believe in yourself, you know, but not be to a degree where you're alienating yourself and you feel like you're better than people and da, da, da. you know, also teaching us how to socialize with one another. That's very important. But to to always understand that we have a reason a right to express ourselves we have a right to express ourselves we have a right to 
improve or improve on the world that we live in now. We always have the right to improve on the world that we're living in now, right? So that's my whole thing when it comes to understanding how money works, your relationship to money, and um, turning your lifestyle into the way you make money. Turning your lifestyle into the way that you make money. Because if a lot of the time we're working at a place we hate, we're giving that energy off to other people. I mean, even if we could fake it for the first few months, years go by, you know, especially if you don't know how money works, if you don't know how to save your money before you spend it, you know, it's not usually how much we make, it's about how much we keep, right? But to continue to work at some place we hate and passing on that energy to other people, going ahead and um, just really dreading every day of our life and being so thankful for the weekend. And this is the only time we get to spend with our family, the people that mean the most to us and our friends, the people that mean the most to us. You give me the weekend of that deal. So you get me for five days and I only get two. One of them, I have to go ahead and pay respects to my creator. So it's like, that's, 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 that's intense. That's a tense way of living. You get what I'm saying? If you're going to go ahead, live somewhere where you don't enjoy that. So since we are um, a sense of a workaholic society, I would say, not, not like it's not a bad thing, you know, it's just that that's what we are. Right. And since we're like that, we need to turn our work into our lifestyle. The way we get paid, the way we get compensated, we got to turn it to our lifestyle or doing things that we love the most. You get what I'm saying? Coming on a podcast and speaking to millions of people like yourself, you know, being able to speak about certain topics that you understand and you feel like you could give your creative spin to. Okay. Um, to be able to make the art, maybe you're a painter, maybe you're, maybe you're a very scientific person and you want to create some type of new engine or you're into engineering or maybe you do want to make that corporation blow up like it's supposed to. Or maybe you want to make that mom and pop shop blow up like you feel like they're supposed to. Maybe you're that holistic doctor. Maybe you're, you know, a medicinal doctor. Maybe you want to bring uh, uh, better practices to these different organizations, these different industries, uh, whatever it may be. To be able to express that creative force of us. Or maybe that logical force of us, even though we still want, you know, whatever it is, maybe that logical force of us still and be in love with that and turning that into our lifestyle. And now when you turn into your lifestyle, you can mind your own business and pick up even on other things that interest you, like real estate, like uh, uh, maybe you're into stocks, maybe you're into gold, hard finances, maybe you're into silver, maybe you're into just collecting crystals and gems. Uh, maybe you're into just history. You want to read them or maybe you're into whatever it may be, you know, to express that to the fullest. I believe to be truly knowing that you are spiritual, that you're a spiritual being. That means that you're connected to the greatest, to the, to the, to the unification of us all. If you're connect, connected to that great power, you have the power and the right to do what it is that you please at all times and still be compensated for that. You understand what I'm saying? While while you're experiencing the life that you want to experience, okay? And maybe 
I'm here to be that catalyst. Maybe I'm here to go ahead and help spark that across the world. And I'm thankful I've fallen upon this opportunity to be a financial educator and to fall into this kind of passion when it comes to spirituality as well and being able to bridge the gap for the two. I just feel like that's very interesting though. We have to mind our own business, you feel me? The moral of the story is we need to mind our own business. We need to pay ourselves first. If you pay yourself first, you don't have to worry about such and such firing you. You saved up six months of your income. I don't care if you fire me, I'll find something else. Don't worry about it, all right, peace. You know? You say you're not worried because you saved up and you can take on that opportunity that's presented to you. Oh shit, yo, I just saw this thing on Instagram, man. Yo, I'm, I'm gonna try it out, man, you know? It might be a scam, it might not. I might really learn something, you know? Taking a chance and being comfortable with taking that chance because you're like, hey, listen, I'm still saving up. I'm still got my money here. I'm still working with different investments here. Uh, uh, um, I could take these opportunities and I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable, you know? Allowing money and spirituality to become one, you know, energy and spirit are all one. You get what I'm saying? Energy and spirit is all one thing. They are the same thing. They're two halves of the whole. Spirit, that breath, and the energy that permeates through all things. Okay? Spirit is that breath, and the energy is the, the force, the God force that permeates through all things. Okay? So you have a right to be divinely prosperous. Become prosperity. Learn more about your feelings towards money and how money feels towards you. Excuse me. To also understand that it's not always about working, working, working. Sometimes it's about cultivating ideas, believing in ideas, and learning how to sell those ideas. Selling it to yourself where you just like, whoo, that sounds awesome. You get what I'm saying? Learn how to sell it to yourself Learn how to sell other things to others. This way you know how to sell what it is that you have to others the first time. You get what I'm saying? If I learn how to sell vacuums door to door, just for example. Let's say I know how to sell vacuums door to door. If I can learn how to do that at an expert rate, then when it comes to the thing that I want, the, one that, the thing that I'm passionate about, once I can sell that, bro, it's a whole nother level. It's just gonna take off. Does that make sense? So the idea is this. Money and spirituality can coexist in harmony. That is the point of this whole podcast, right? And it's also important to understand this. To mind your own business. That's about it. Anyway, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. Uh, much love, abundance, and peace to everyone. Talk to you later. Signing off.